Hi guys, welcome back to A Niner's Purpose. This is episode 13, and uh, I am here, Nathan. Hey, it's Tanner. What's up? It's Duncan. And today, Duncan's going to be hitting us with a quote from Jordan Peterson. All right, so the quote states, He had lived enough that by the time Socrates was sentenced to death, he could gracefully let it go. So Jordan Peterson basically was talking about being fulfilled in one's life, and so he had cited Socrates, who was a very famous Athenian um, philosopher and teacher who basically taught a bunch of stuff that was not necessarily endorsed by the Athenian government at the time. And so the people of Athens basically told Socrates that he was going to get killed on this date if he, ha- if he didn't leave Athens. And Socrates was a man who listened to his dreams a lot and did a lot of self-introspection and basically decided that he was not going to leave and he was fine with dying. And that was kind of a statement that he made. And so basically, um, Socrates dies satisfied with everything that he had done in his life. And so I think that that's a very good goal for people to live by is if you not necessarily choose to die, but if you die tomorrow, are you going to be satisfied with how you lived your life over, you know, the past whatever years you've lived? Yeah, I think everyone should try to live their life to be fulfilled and think, well, I don't, if I'm dying tomorrow, would I regret wasting time in the past or wasting time every day? Mm -hmm. You know, just doing stuff that's not productive or is making me or helping me achieve my goals. You know, because if I knew I was going to die tomorrow, I don't think I'd be happy because I have experienced so much in my life. There's so much I wish I would would I so much I wish I would have experienced. There's so much more I want to experience. That I don't think I'd be satisfied. But you know, Socrates is how old at this point? Seven. Yeah, he's 70? pretty old. I, I want to say I want to say he's seventy. Yeah. When they he's very he's he lived really old yeah. for that that yeah. era. So so yeah. By by I feel like when you're in that part of your life, and especially a man like Socrates, he's very in tune with himself, and I think achieved the things that he wanted to. So he was just ready and he was satisfied. But, you know, younger people, especially people in college who has big dreams like myself, like I have so much more I want to do. I want to travel. I want to have a job, start a family, mm-hmm. just all these other experiences in the world that it has to offer. And I don't think I'd be satisfied. And I mean, there's the things that you can't quite do yet because it's not yeah. time. But if you were to die tomorrow, what are the things that you might wish that you had done that you couldn't? Well, that you hadn't had the chance to, that's not because you couldn't do it yet. I definitely think um, one of the big things is, I guess, be the best athlete I can be. Because, you know, you all have goals of being good athletes and aspiring to different things. But I regret not being in the best shape I could be in because there really is no excuse for that besides my own, like, laziness and lack of motivation. Mm -hmm. That's definitely a thing. I think also traveling because i i've had a taste of what the world is and seen a lot through my uh road trip we did over the summer going all the way out to colorado and i've seen just what that little strip of road has showed me going there and back and i'm like what else does the world have to offer i want to see it because it's such an amazing place but as a college student it's like you can't really travel and most people at this age are college students and can't really travel but I definitely regret that. Those have probably been the main two things. 
Yeah, yeah, I'd say probably about the same thing. Uh, more or less, not seeing the the um, my future envisionment of my own career, mm-hmm. like what I can become through uh, the career I choose uh, with software engineering. I'd like to be able to see that that manifest, mm-hmm. and especially like um, with how that develops, especially in the next coming years. Not just me as a software engineer, but how software as as itself grows within the next 10, mm-hmm. 20 years. I yeah, definitely biggest would regret would probably be not having a family yet mm-hmm. that'd be you know the one thing and just i can't do it it's not <laughs> that i can't do it now i just i, I haven't yeah, done yeah. it yet and yeah. realistically the time isn't right either yeah. so i'd say that'd be another big big regret i would have if that were if the time were to come yeah i feel like that's one of the biggest things that we as humans also have to understand is um we want to do things and like there's things on our bucket list or on our to-do list and it's like you have to find that balance almost of it needs to get done. I want it to get done, but it's not time yet. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it's, I want to have a girlfriend, but it's not time yet for whatever reason. Maybe it's right. a mental reason. Maybe it's, you can't get over your past breakup or maybe it's a, you don't have enough self-confidence yet. And so maybe a subset of those of the goal of, I want to get a girlfriend is I want to fix myself to whatever degree you need to. Um, but I think that that's also something that you have to be very conscious of is yep. understanding why you can't yet do things and make sure that all the inhibitors that aren't time related are fixed, you know, cause yep. like family, you probably need to wait until you're 25 or so, you know? Right. Um, so, but make sure that everything else is ready by then. Right. Yeah. Um, and other things like that. So that, you know, if you do have a time constraint, Make sure that the time constraints the only thing you have to worry about. Yeah. One of my uh, favorite tweets I've ever seen is by uh, Elon Musk, and where he basically gives like the average human life like a game review. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yeah, the tutorial is way too long, you know, eighteen years, <laughs> and then the the rest of life you get to spend. It's pretty cool and everything, but then the the end credits come way too soon." And I think that's that's so true, and it, it sucks so much, especially when you're. 18, 19, you know, that like you're an adult, but are you really like, mm-hmm. do what, what do you do? That's really self-sustaining. I mean, you got the basics down, but like the complex stuff, we're still trying to figure out. Um, and your entire childhood, you get a taste of all these things that you just know, like it's going to be 30 years until I get to do this. Cause your yeah. families have, uh, your or your parents have already developed careers and have, you know, adult money and all this other stuff. And they're able to experience all these things and provide it to you. But you know, I won't be able to provide that for myself for a while. And I won't be able to have these experiences they've had until I get to the certain age. And, oh, I want to be wise like my parents. But you know, that's something you can't rush. You have to live this through experiences. Mm-hmm. So it, it just kind of sucks seeing all that and seeing the world the way it is. Like, it's so cool, but I have to wait so long to <laughs> experience it. Yeah. I'd say the hardest part about that is that there are times where I'm like, you know, it sucks that I can't do X yet or I can't do mm-hmm. this yet. I'm like, but could I really handle it yet? Like, yeah. like genuinely, could I deal with that yet? Like has life mm-hmm. prepared me enough to do that just now? Like, could I manage having three kids right now? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> yeah. no, you can barely manage I, yourself. I know, yeah. but like, could I manage having a, you know, a full-time job that's demanding and on top of that is I'd have to have a skill set that I do not currently have yet. Mm-hmm. Could I be able to manage that? 
No, obviously not. So it's like part of it's also like how how many of us during high school switched what we wanted to be more than twice, like yeah. like thought about changing what we wanted to be and we bounced back and forth between ideas because the last the worst part about the beginning of our life being so long, like the beginning of our up until we're 18, 20, 25, that being such a long, essentially big deciding period and mm -hmm. preparation for the rest of life is that, you know, it'd be pretty bad if 10 year old you picked what, you know, 30 year old you was going to do yeah. for the rest of their life because you probably wouldn't want to do that. what did you say you wanted to do when you're little? I changed, it changed a lot. So I'm trying to remember because I want to say I wanted to be an accountant because my mom's an accountant. And then I wanted to be an engineer because my dad's an engineer. Mm. And then I wanted to be an author because I enjoyed writing. And then I wanted to be a teacher because I enjoy, I enjoy talking to other people or like explaining something that people don't know about. Then I wanted to, I guess I, I kind of wanted to be a linguist, but that's not like, that's not an exceptionally like realistic outlook unless you want to join like a, a nonprofit organization mm -hmm. or something like that or, or be in the military. And so I ended up with software and computer science. So, and I enjoy it because it combines most of those things. I enjoy doing math, accounting and engineering, but I also get to be, you know, inspirational and work from the ground up, like being an author. And I, you know, if I need to explain it to someone, that's the teaching aspect. And then I have to learn multiple different coding languages, which satisfies that other need. So it definitely fills, fills the niche of all the things that I wanted to do. I think the one I had for the longest time when I was little was a marine biologist, which wow. still sounds cool. So this is going to sound crazy. I always wanted to be an engineer. You're just a nerd. It's those Legos, man. They precondition yeah. you and then like you get hooked and boom. Did you I work like, on I like Legos, but did you work on any other building toys other than Legos? Lincoln Logs. Like no erector sets or like <sighs> anything like that? See, I think it was just Legos, honestly. Um, like I took apart computers and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, but like, like pretty regularly. Like even as a little kid, like if I broke something, nothing I break I throw away. I just keep it so that I can tear it apart. <laughs> um, and like uh, my dad would have me assemble pin pins, mm -hmm. um, that he got, and so like just stuff like that. And I really like doing stuff like that because. There's always the stupid things that you're like, I want to be a professional, this hobby or that hobby. And so, like, I, I've had those moments. But right. realistically, like, for professions that are realistic and, you know, give you money and are, for the most part, reliable, engineering's always been kind of the thing for me. I thought the marine biologist thing was cool because you got to mess with sharks. Yeah. I always loved Shark Week as a kid. Mm. I was always at the beach on vacation when Shark Week came on. Oh, that's not good. No, I enjoyed it. I oh. wasn't scared or anything. Really? I'm sure your mom was. <laughs> she didn't watch it. Oh, yeah, I watched that's it. That's good. That's good. Was it like, you know, a nine-year-old? Uh, like, yeah. that's cool. I'm yeah. going to go out in the ocean now. <laughs> yeah. Those things live <laughs> where I play. <laughs> cool. Fun. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's very interesting how a bunch of us kind of have these goals that are constantly, like, going back and forth. But then... Yeah. I don't know. For some people, you like Nathan over here, it's very obvious that the pendulum's just kind of swinging constantly back and forth until it finds what it wants in the middle. Like nothing that you really said has no similarity to 
computer engineering and coding and software management and that type of stuff, which is very interesting. And it'd be cool if someone could do a study where they're looking at like when you're young, what, what do you want to be when you grow up and see if that is kind of true among the population is if you tracked what everyone wanted to be and every time it changed, if it was still related in some way to the final product. I'm still deciding though. I don't know if I told you this yet, Duncan, but next semester I'm, trying out computer science and business. So I'm taking some accounting classes. I'm taking intro to computer science as an elective because cool. I have so many credits. Yeah. So I decided not to go hundred percent with engineering, but my other interests. Yeah. Cause you know, engineering has been cool and all, but there's been several moments where I'm like, just like, I can't do this for another four years. It's just not enjoyable. <laughs> like it's yeah. cool. And it, it really scratches a certain part of my brain, but I don't, it's not worth it mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. And like for some professions out there too, like you got to do a lot of soul searching. Mm-hmm. Like engineering is one of those where if you're not cut out to be an engineer, you'll know. Yeah. Um, I'd say being a doctor is kind of that same realm because of the yeah. hours you got to put into it and being a teacher because yeah. of just the amount of energy you have to have. Like there are so many, especially in the professional industry, just so many professions that you really have to know what you want. Because otherwise you're just going to hate your life and yourself for like 40 years while you're working. Yeah. And it's honestly not just a, like a, a brain thing. Cause you know, so many people like, wow, you could be a doctor, but you know, it might seem kind of simplistic, but they're a kindergartner teacher, you know? Um, it's definitely a, a not a, a soul. I guess it's kind of, is a soul thing, but it's just definitely a mental strength. Like if you're not into it for some of these things, like you're saying, you're not going to be into it. Like you may be able to do it, but you're just going to hate the time you have doing it. And I don't necessarily hate engineering. I have appreciation for it. I think I always will, but mm-hmm. it's just, it's not mentally okay for me. Yeah. And I, I think that what you're doing is, you know, very, not only good, but also like responsible. Cause I think that a lot of people can be very hesitant to swap their majors either because they feel like they're letting someone down or they feel like their time's too invested. But realistically, you know, especially as a freshman, you've invested less than a year into what you're doing. It's better to change now than to have a midlife crisis and have to change then because then you've thrown away so much of your life. And so it's never too late to change something. It's never too late to try something new. And it's always better to find that thing that you really need in life, you know, as soon as you can. And even if as soon as you can means 20, 30 years from now, you'd rather that not happen. But it is what it is. I think I have commitment issues over (laughs) scared of switching things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most people do. I mean, like, even if it's just one semester, I mean, we've only got eight normal semesters in a four year, Yeah. you know? And so having said, and I mean, you didn't throw it away. You're still doing gen ed stuff, but like, you know, that class spot was taken up by a class that doesn't count for you anymore. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that can be, make you hesitant, but you know, it shouldn't shouldn't stop you from doing what you want to do. Yeah. It's I mean, a credit out outside my major. I need that anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, the same thing goes for like everybody. Like don't, don't feel afraid to get working on something. Cause I mean, as, as we've said a million times on here, it's better to um, have a hard time now than it is to regret not doing something later. Yeah. And so, I mean, keep harping on that because I mean, that's, that's pretty good, pretty good guiding light of like, yeah, this sucks now, but like, I'll, I'll be pretty happy with myself tomorrow. I mean, especially like with 
with working out. There are very few people that got up, have never worked out before and thought, you know what would be a good idea? If I went and just pushed stuff and, and, and like, like picked up heavy yeah, stuff yeah. that doesn't yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And, and it's not like I'm moving stuff. I'm not building something. There's no end goal to this other than mm. at some point I'll be able to lift things that are heavier than that thing I picked up today. Yeah, it's always the non-athlete perspective. Oh, big man push rock. Yeah. I, I know. But like, like in general, that, that is what it is. I mean, being working out and having that, you've got other goals outside of yeah, yeah. just being able to lift more. Like you want your body to look a certain way or maybe you're going for a world record or maybe you want to be a better athlete for a certain sport or anything like that. Or you want to, you want to be in a better, better physical shape for not just yourself, but other, you know, other people in your life that you find important to you. So I think just trying to almost subcategorize your goals into just little mini things that you can work on along the way that aren't, you know, blocked behind the, the normal blocks of life, such as age or, you know, monetary availability. And so just being able to do that and, and don't do it to the point of like, you've broken a task down into 900 little subtasks and you've written all of them down and it looks like a big scary list, yeah. you know, just, you know, do it, do it in your head, do something like, I've got this goal, you know, mm-hmm. I've got this goal for this one thing, you know, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it by the end of the week, end of the month, end of the year, or give yourself some, some time goal that's realistic. And I can guarantee you, you'll be happier that you did it before that time goal then, or, or even if you get it done a little bit after, or even it takes twice as long as you thought it would, you'll still be happy that at least you got it done, you know? And so that's one last thing to regret at the end of life. So guys, as we close this episode out, I'm just going to remind you that try and make sure that there is nothing that you are going to regret if you die tomorrow. Try and make sure that when, when you do die, even if it's, you know, 50, 60 years from now, you've done everything in your power to make sure that all the aspirations, all the goals have been completed. Um, and there's nothing that you are intrinsically missing either about your character, your physical self, or what you have left in the world for others to um, find and uncover and use. And so just go out there and, you know, live your best life. Until next time. See you later. See you next time.